Marcionism was a second-century Christian heresy that preached a complete break with Judaism. The heresy received its name from its founder, Marcion. Not much certain is known of the early life of Marcion. He was born in Sinope, a port town on the Black Sea. He was probably a well-to-do maritime trader. His rise to wider knowledge was precipitated by his arrival in Rome between 135 and 140 AD. In a display of immense generosity, he donated 200,000 sesters to the Roman church, by all means a very large sum of money. Despite the size of this donation, it was given back and Marcion was expelled from the Roman church in 144 over the content of his teachings. After this, Marcion set up rival congregations with remarkable speed and success. The geographical diverse cast of apologists such as Justin Martyr, Tertullian, and Irenaeus who find time to vehemently oppose him is a testament to his success. So what exactly were the teachings of Marcion? Well, there's a pretty major problem with answering this question. We don't have any of Marcion's writings. All that we have of his work comes from later detractors. Although we can reconstruct a decent view of his teachings, remember that our information comes from his opponents. Marcion thought that Christianity represented a completely new revelation of a previously unknown god. It was a total break with anything that came before it, and therefore could not have been predicted. Jesus was the messenger of this newly revealed God who appeared in human form and announced the new gospel of divine goodness. Marcion saw the teachings of Jesus as being fundamentally incompatible with Jewish scripture and the God referenced in them. Hence, he was a die-theist. He conceived of two very different deities. There was the God of the Old Testament, whom the Jews know, this god was the creator of the world who brought justice through law. Marcion contrasted this god with the god revealed through Jesus. The god of Jesus was greater than the creator god, and he had no prior relationship with a man before the coming of Jesus. This newly revealed god was a god of unqualified love and extreme mercy. Accompanying this diatheism was a hostility to the material world. Because of this hostility, extreme asceticism was a common practice of Marcionism. Two other teachings reflect this hostility to the material world. Marcion preached total sexual abstinence and prohibited marriage among his followers. Marcion believed that procreation only served to further the aims of the lesser creator God. The contempt for the created order influenced his Christology. Marcion's Christological beliefs were largely descetic, namely that Jesus could not have had a human body and was rather pure spirit with the illusion of flesh. Therefore, Marcion also denied Jesus' birth and death. The material world was not worthy of Jesus, so the Incarnation must be denied. It was the Creator God who brought about the seemingly bodily death and suffering of Jesus. In Marcion's view, the Passion was a ransom by which the faithful were freed from slavery to their Creator. Marcion did not see Jesus as the Jewish Messiah, because the Messiah was to establish an earthly kingdom. Since the material world was of the lesser God, Jesus, messenger of the greater God, could not be identified with the Jewish Messiah. This left Marcion to herald Jesus as a universal savior for all the faithful. A very important consequence of his teaching was his approach to scripture. Because the Old Testament was the revelation of the lesser God, it was not necessary. It was not that the Jewish scriptures were not true in a historic sense, but rather that they were Jewish and were superseded by the new revelation. Marcion envisioned a complete break between law and gospel. He developed many of the, these ideas out of the letters from Paul. And he highlighted all that he saw contradictory between the New and Old Testaments in his book Antitheses, which is lost to history and known only through quotations used by Tertullian. 
Contemporaries of Marcion used the allegorical readings of the Old Testament to reconcile a number of these contradictions. But Marcion rejects the use of the allegorical method or any others except the literal when reading Jewish scripture. This might be because the allegorical sense is used for texts with deeper truths, and since the Jewish scriptures were of the lesser God, it was not worthy of such methods. Importantly, the New Testament used by Marcion was not identical to the widely accepted canon which would emerge in the 4th century. He only had one gospel, probably Luke's. Marcion's reliance on only one gospel is a point of criticism from Irenaeus, but was actually relatively common in the 2nd century. The rest of Marcion's canon was comprised of ten letters from Paul, whom he saw as the only true apostle. Only Paul's accurately records the true faith. All others are guilty of Judaizing the message of Jesus. Marcion edited his text to eliminate what he saw as Jewish influences on the copies he had. The extent to which he did this is still debated by historians. In an initial appraisal of Marcionism, many have placed it among the family of beliefs sharing the label Gnosticism. Marcion does share ditheism, a disparagement of the material world, and docetism with the Gnostics. However, it does not share the key element of a claimed secret knowledge. Marcion grounded his beliefs in the widely available works of Paul. But Marcion is not a man who neglected philosophy. He did not simply derive his views from the biblical texts, but also integrated a number of the current prevailing trends in philosophy. And thus, it is best to think of his ideas as coming from the tradition of philosophical theology and a critical reading of the sacred texts. Marcionism enjoyed success until around the 5th century when it largely died out. Although Islamic sources attest to its existence into the 10th century, most of the movement was absorbed into the similar movement of Manichaeism. Marcion's legacy comes down to us as one of the first people to compose a canon of scripture, and this canon was influential in the development of what would come to be the widely accepted New Testament.